Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And tonight we are looking at The Nine Kittens of Christmas. Mm-hmm. A rare Hallmark sequel. It is rare that we get a sequel, and I don't think anyone thought we would get a sequel for this one. So it was very exciting. Because mm-hmm. this movie, the oh, well, not this movie, but the, the OG, the original, uh, was like seven years old, I think, which is kind of unusual. Uh, I don't know who was really clamoring for a sequel to the first one, but I guess there was enough of a demand to have this movie made. Yeah, I think it was like a cult classic. A cult classic. It's a, popu- it's a popular. There's a cult of the first movie. Nine Lives cult. <laughs> yeah, the first one I really enjoyed, but I was never like, oh, this movie needs a sequel. You right. know, I thought it was fine on its own, but when I heard there was a sequel, I was like, oh, that seems fun. You know, I adore Kimberly Sested, so yeah, I, I I'm all for any movie she's in. Yeah, I, I saw. I think I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. I haven't watched the whole one the first way through because, you know, until recently I wasn't much of a, of a pet lover, and this was very a pet-centric movie. Uh, that's obviously changed since we've gotten our, our little bundle of Joy Penny. Um, so, yeah, I have seen bits and pieces of the first one, and I, I've liked what I saw. Some people might think this is blasphemous, that you're reviewing the sequel without having fully invested in the first one. I know, right? It's probably it's bad form on my part, but I'm <laughs> honest with you guys at least. <laughs> So, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is this one that you would watch again, maybe while our pet little puppy was in your lap, you know, stroking our pet puppy, keeping full attention on the movie? Is this one that you might have on the background while you chase our puppy around the house because she's not being a very good puppy? Or is this one that you would hope to never see again? <laughs> well, if if Penny was out and about, I don't think I could just sit and fully watch while stroking her. She would definitely be running around. So I'm I'm a little on the fence. <laughs> you can't do fences. There are no fences. I know. In this podcast. I know. So I think I will I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna choose. Okay. And I will put put Penny up uh for me to for me to watch this one again. Okay. Because there was an there was enough in it. I I personally still prefer the first one right. over the sequel, but there were a lot of cute moments in this one, and the end of this movie really tied it up with a with a nice bow for me. Mm-hmm. So I would watch this movie again, if anything, for the kittens, also for Kimberly, and for the ending. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. What What about you? Uh, for me, this would be just have on in the background. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, obviously, I didn't, I didn't hate it at all either. It was just, it was just kind of standard. It was just an okay kind of film. Uh, a lot of, you know, kind of classic Hallmark tropes. It felt very kind of old school Hallmark, and um, I just, I don't know. It just didn't. It was just okay. It was just okay. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of talk about the the ins and outs of that. But as a sequel, I mean, sequels. It's tough to do a sequel because sequels, gener- generally speaking are never as good as the first. It's it's a rare treat to have a sequel that's better. Uh, in the Hallmark world, I I kind of think the bookstore one, the sequel to that, might be a better movie. Mm. Uh, I don't know if there's many fans of that one out there, but it's it's one of my favorites, and I, I did really enjoy the sequel. But this one is just going to be a, you know, I'll have it on the background. 
Well, I think you're going to have to learn the name of the bookstore one since you bring it up all the time. I just like calling it the bookstore. People know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they, they, they get it. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and give us our wonderful plot summary? Yes. And let's count how many times you can say kittens in it. Oh. Merrily heads home for Christmas, hoping to avoid her ex, Zachary, but instead keeps bumping into him and soon finds herself helping him find homes for nine adorable kittens. The kittens work their magic in bringing them closer together, where they learn that good can be better, and that true love is a lot like the life of a cat. It lives on. Ooh, oh, I like that last bit. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Thank you. So why don't we go ahead and talk about our, our two main leads reprising both of their roles, thankfully. I mean, how awkward that would that be if they had a sequel and they didn't get the original actors for this? I mean, that would be awkward. It, it was also awkward that they weren't actually together. Yeah, that was, um, that was weird. I, I liked it, though. Yeah. I, I really liked it because, I mean, in the movie time, I think it's been seven years. And five years since they've been apart from each other. Is that correct? So they were together for two years? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Sounds right. So I, I like the fact that they're not together. They have their own separate lives. It's a, it's a good chunk of time between that. Um, and we have the history of the first movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. It, it kind of opened up on a, on a somber note. Yeah. But yes, the leads that we are talking mm. about, as mentioned before, Kimberly Sustad, uh, who plays Marilee. She's the best. She is the best. We adore her here on the podcast. And she, I mean, she can really just do no wrong in, in, our, in our eyes. I think she is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. She is so good at, at the humor and the emotion, which really just makes her well-rounded. Uh, just the way she delivers lines to me is just, she just has this like special something about her um yeah, star quality one might yeah, call it sure <laughs> special star quality no i told the she's a you. star um and then we have brandon ralph who mm. plays zach zachary and you know he's if i'm being honest he's not my favorite i know he like played superman and everything he did uh he's played a bit of well. a he's a bit of a dry actor if that makes sense like he, you know, he does what he does. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's fitting for his character of Zachary. Zachary's just kind of quirky, you know, individual. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I think it's fitting for him. I liked him. I actually do like his, I, I like his style of acting for these roles. Um, I like his character. So I'm actually a fan of his, especially for this part, because he's completely, he's completely believable and, and I was happy to see him again in this. Yeah, I feel like I have to warm up to him every time. Like when I saw the, the <laughs> first movie, I had to like warm up to his character. And then even though I remembered his character, I still felt like I had to warm up to him. I was warm. I was toasty when I saw him. I was like, all right, all... I, I see you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by the end of the movie, I thought he he was charming yeah. and, and very cute. And I liked them together. But it takes me a bit to, to get there. Okay. Um, That's fair. And I guess we can talk about the cats because apparently they're very prominent in this film. Uh, you guess. You guess. Uh, if I had all of their actual names, I would list them here. They're the, they're the reindeers. No, like they're real oh, names. Oh, the real names. Yeah, we don't know the real <laughs> the, cat names. The cat actors. The uh, kitten actors. That's true. Ambrose reprised their role. 
uh, as Zach's cat, Zachary's cat. It was actually really neat. To, I think it's the original cat because Queenie has, is no longer with us. And so that, I mean, obviously sad, but I'm glad they allowed that to happen. They didn't bring in like another cat that looked like them and said, hey, you know, this is, this is Queenie. So. Oh, did you do your research? I didn't, but I, I figured that's what, that's what happened. Yeah, I assumed also. I did not look into it because I didn't want to know the truth. Um, <laughs> but yes, very sad that we find out that Queenie has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, Ambrose is still with us. And yeah, the kittens were, I mean, some might say the stars of the show. There, there's a lot of neat shots of them just in the box. The box scene was great because it just seemed totally out of control. The, those cats, those kittens rather, were just sort of climbing out at all the time, you know, the actors were trying to grab their hands on them. They couldn't do it. So it was kind of fun to see, like, the chaos of nine kittens in a box. Yeah, everyone was reminding me a lot of, of how we are uh, at this stage with our puppies. Oh, it's, it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. <laughs> we can't keep track of her. No. But let's go ahead and talk about our, our meat cute. But in this case, it's, it's the a classic. It's a Ryu meat cute. Ryu meat cute. We've, we're going to just coin it. We're just yeah, going to go with it. Yeah. Done. We're getting shirts made. <laughs> that, that merch line is coming. That we've merch got line our, is coming. We've got our, uh, what is it? Andrew Walker knows how to meet cute. Mm-hmm. And then we have a, a Ryu meet cute. Well, so all of our clothes are going to have. It's all about the meet cute. It's all about here. the meet cute. All okay. about meet cute here. Um, yes. The, I mean, well, first we have the opening that we see that, you know, Marilee is kissing another man. Yeah. Who is not Zachary? One of the quickest, I think, kisses that we've seen in Hallmark. Um, I need to, I need like stats on this, but it was two minutes and fifty seconds in, you know, with the titles and everything. So I think that was probably one of the quickest we've ever had, and it was a good kiss. It wasn't like a, oh, I've time traveled and I think I'm with you kind of kiss. It was, it was a nice little kiss there. Yeah. So, so yeah. So right off the bat, you know, I'm like, ugh, you know, who, who is this man and why is he? not Zachary. Mm-hmm. But yes, she does go home to to for Christmas and of course she's trying to avoid him, but she cannot because, you know, the kittens have other plans. <laughs> we we usually have Christmas magic in these, but this one was kitten magic. We have a kitten throw a cell phone across the room <laughs> with their tiny little paws. Total kitten magic here. Yeah, cats are magical. Uh, some, some work in the dark arts. A lot of them do. (laughs) Um, which is why I, I was scared of cats my whole life pretty much. Um, until I had a cat. Well, my roommate had a cat many years ago and I fell in love with the cat. And then I kind of was like, cats are, cats are pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I feel differently about them. Um, so I definitely did enjoy the little kittens in this one. And, but yes, they do. They do some voodoo. Mm-hmm. So the the Ryu meet cute. I thought it was cute. It was, you know, it was a bump cute. It was <laughs> the classic bump cute. They bump into each other. Made it made it a little better that you know Zach is wearing an elf costume, mm-hmm. so he looks a, a bit ridiculous. So that's always fun when you haven't seen each other in forever, and your exes, and one of you looks kind of like a spectacle. He looked good. I thought he looked good. <laughs> yeah. He he wore, he wore that outfit. He wore he, it. He wore it. He wore that outfit. The outfit did not wear him. Yeah. Uh. So that you know they're catching up. It's a little sad because you know they're talking about how Queenie's died. Yeah. Um, way, way to be a downer there. Exactly. And like right from the start, you know, Kimberly is giving us the the emotion mm-hmm. that she does so well. 
I'm already like tearing up when she's like <laughs> talking about her and it was cute and awkward just what it what it should have been yeah uh, we do have a really neat scene though here where she reaches over and like fixes his his cap his elf cap mm. like the bell is kind of in his face and she says something about how it was like you know in front of your eyes and so she really wanted to look into those eyes again so I like that aspect of this re-meet cute. I think without that, it would have been just okay. That little that little touch there, that little detail, really, really, really brought it home for me. Yeah, you get the little hint that she's mm-hmm. um, she's still feeling oh, yeah. something. There's oh, still yeah. something there. I hope there's still something there. Otherwise, we don't have a movie. So that's true. <laughs> that's um, a very good point. And we know that she's feeling something because as soon as she's there, after she runs into him, she's already forgetting about her her man Miles back Who? home. Who? <laughs> So that's always a good sign. What I am really happy about what they did with this movie is that she breaks up with Miles right from the start. Right away. So we don't have any right of away. this emotional cheating, this yeah. like, I don't know what to do because I got a man back home. Like, I really like that she just nipped that in the bud. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that as well. Um, and you can't blame her. I mean, Miles comes in with, hey, I can't be there for Christmas, but what about President's Day? <laughs> President's Day, Miles? Come on. Who is worrying about President's Day? I don't, I don't even know Who when Who is gathering Day. together in, you know, family celebrations for President's is Day? Is it in February? I'm, I have no idea. So you got to get rid of Miles, and she did very quickly. A little suspiciously quickly, if you ask me. She was already <laughs> thinking about that, that, that elf, elf costume. costume. <laughs> nice. High five. But let's go ahead, if we may, and talk about a little... The little... kittens. No, no. Okay. Oh. Well, throw those kittens away from me. <laughs> Let's talk about some technical. That's really why we're here. Uh, the lighting in this movie. I have to say the lighting in this movie was done extremely well. Uh, it was, again, not my style. Very, very, very soft, especially in her sister's home. I mean, we're talking just no, hardly any shadowing on the face at all. Just completely just, you know, studio light on them. So wasn't a crazy fan personally, but it was done well and, you know, really no issues at all for that for me. What, what did you feel about it? Uh, well, cinematography was done by Ryan Peaty. Mm-hmm. And also the director of this movie is uh, David Wenning, who we have mentioned on the podcast before. He just recently did You, Me, and the Christmas Trees, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we loved, mm-hmm. and 27 Hour Day. Yeah. So yeah, lighting didn't, again, I don't notice these things like you do, but I notice when they're not done well. Yes. So I had no issues with lighting. So I would say, yes, it, it, it was done very yeah, well. Yeah, it was done very well. Um, and also the camera work I thought was was good too. Again, we have, we're have we starting to see this trend in Hallmark movies where we have these sort of awkward close-ups that are happening. And I'm not sure if it's an editorial thing. And, uh, and I'm not sure if that's an editing choice, if the editors are just like, hey, let's just throw a close-up here. I know that you know the DPs are getting a lot of coverage for these shots. Um, I'm not loving these kind of tight shots on the face. Have you, did you see a few of those? Um, maybe not. They're, I, they're coming in at weird time. I'm not recalling. There's a, for me, like when you go tight on someone's face, it, you know, you need to have that sort of personal kind of connection, a really romantic, deep moment. And they're using them just kind of almost haphazardly, I feel like. And so that kind of threw me a little bit. But otherwise, I mean, I, I, I can't think of any other sort of technical issues at all that kind of came to mind. Those are the, the main ones. So I would say good job. Good job overall. Yeah, there were a few instances where I thought there was like green screen happening, but I think it's one of those things that uh, get that doff that we've talked where it's just such a low depth of field that mm-hmm. it looks like they're cut out. Yeah, because um, that it was kind of like a weird. I think it happened with the Ryu meet cute that scene. Like it felt like they weren't actually 
there. Yeah, until we went to the wide, it was a little weird. But then when we see the the wide shot, um, they're standing next to each other. You can be like, okay, there we go. Um, But yeah, you're right. That was a little weird, but I'm pretty sure it was just the the depth of field for that. Yeah, that was the only scene that that threw me. And driving, obviously, you're going to have green screen all the time when you're driving. But not, I mean, these, these new ones. Back in the old Hallmark days, oh, man. They would be driving everywhere without green screen. These actors just plowing through fields and all sorts of stuff in cars. So back to the kittens. <laughs> get, get to the kittens. So the whole premise of the movie is the kittens. So they find the the magical kittens in the box. Magical uh, I mean, they just show up there. Yeah. like. Santa? Did Santa drop them off? <laughs> oh. 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 I like it. So they, they, I guess they came from the North Pole yes. and they were brought to bring Marilee and Zachary together mm-hmm. and that they do yeah. because they show up on the, the fire department's doorstep and of course the local vet uh, has retired. Just recently, just recently pieced out. So, I mean, who else could help but Marilee? <laughs> Yeah, I like when she says, I'm a vet. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole line, that whole scene was really funny. She's like, I'm definitely a like vet. They're here. just like, who could possibly help us with this? Uh, I'm a vet. Yep. Uh, so I love that she was just like so willing to do it. Obviously, she loves animals. So she was like, I want to do it. It wasn't that she felt like roped in or anything. That well, I think she likes more than animals in this situation. <laughs> she likes elves also. Yeah, she does. So the romance in this movie was so it's it's interesting when we have you know a couple that once was and now they're not together, mm-hmm. but they've been brought back. I feel like we've we're seeing this a lot this year. Yeah, um, seems to be a trend for sure. And yeah, because we've had, we've had quite a few uh, we've had quite a few reu meet cutes. This, but but this it's neat to see the the actual history. Like we have an entire movie of how they met, so that's a really cool feature. Yeah, uh, and I love that you know I you know because I'm thinking, why did they break up? Like what happened? Yeah, so, that's that's a real mystery here. So we find out you know Zach didn't I I'm assuming didn't want to propose that she was like we were together for two years, mm-hmm. she was expecting more, and he was just complacent he was just happy with where they were and he didn't want to change anything yeah zach likes the status quo he's a man he's a simple man he loves his status quo keep things like they are he likes things good you know because if they're not good they could be bad and so he has that sort of anxiety here which i like that we're seeing a lot of these male characters uh dealing with sort of anxiety Uh, we saw that with tyler hines's characters we're also seeing it here where where zachary just you know, he's, he's afraid. He's afraid of, of change, and he's afraid of what that might bring. So I, I enjoyed that aspect. Yeah, I mean, very realistic, honestly. And so, so yeah, so finding out that that's why she ended it, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, but she really, like, she ended it, and she just, like, fled. Yeah. So obviously this was, like, a really, you know, heartbreaking breakup for her that she had to just get away completely, moves all the way to Miami, to you know start a new career and i feel like this just seemed very believable mm-hmm. um and so i like that we we get that p- piece of information because then that makes so much sense of to why she's still like having so many feelings because to me if she wasn't like why would you move so far away you know if it wasn't something so heartbreaking like to me that's the only way you feel like you can get over someone yeah um put the distance between you yeah that's a great point yeah really great point yeah she moves literally halfway across the country from oregon to miami so yeah that's oh that's 
all the way across the country. Yeah. It's not even half. <laughs> Literally. That's all the way across the country. So that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so it's so like, it's really like cool to see her like the minute she's back there. Uh, and I mean, the fact that she hasn't come home for Christmas and I think she says five years. So it's like, that's a really long time to not be home and see your family for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So wait, did she not come home for Christmas for five years? Yeah, I think they say that at the beginning when they were like, when was the last time you went from home for Christmas? And I think she says five years. And I was just like, wow, really? that is intense. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So it's really like wow, she knows that. like the minute she goes back home, she's going to be right back in it with Zach. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah, she and definitely that is exactly pain, what happens. For sure. So, yeah, I loved, you know, like the awkwardness of it, of them, you know, trying to fight the feelings. And I, I just... I feel like it really worked for the movie. I thought it was a good a good take on the sequel, like we mentioned before. Like, I like seeing them finding that love again. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was very, you know, like I said, a little awkward, but it was, it was really nice. Like, even when, you know, she's talking to her sister about all of this, and she sounded so sad talking about why they broke up. I mm-hmm. mean, she really brought out the pain there. And so as an audience seeing that, like, we, we feel that pain. We don't have to have some cheesy flashback to them, you know, falling apart. Like, we're there for it in her, in the way that Kimberly acts and just really brings his character to life. Yeah, and it's also wonderful because she's also not only realizing, you know, she still has feelings for Zachary, but she's also realizing maybe that life that she had over there, she that's not really what she wants. Being back with her family, mm-hmm. she's seeing, like, this is what I want. I want, I'm you know, she's all about work over there, and she wants more time with her family. She wants more downtime. She wants to be able to, like you know, take weekends off or trips and things like that. Um, and so it's a, it's a whole change for her, like realizing what exactly she wants and, um, which I'm like, girl, five years, like you, you could have figured this out years before you just, if you just come home. Well, I mean, and she has this great line when she's going through all this, where she says, the place you feel most at home is the one you left. Yeah. She has that sort of realization there. Um, and, and I like that. I like that she has this sort of family moment. What I, I didn't like, and I, I don't think it was needed, was the, the advent calendar that her sister finds, like a gift from their, uh, their mother who passed, and it's like been in like the attic or some family home for 20 years. They finally find it, and they're doing this advent calendar, and, and, this, and it, it just didn't land for me. Like I, I know what they were trying to do with like the, the charms and the, it just, it didn't hit for me for some reason. I, I don't think it was really needed. Yeah. Sadly, same. I don't have any notes about it. Um, I wasn't even going to bring it up, but I guess it was a sweet thing, but I think we had enough with like them. I liked the, the, the daughter Sierra, like falling in love with the kittens and oh, yeah. that whole thing. Like, I feel like we had enough there that we didn't need to add on the advent calendar. It kind of did seem like it was just a little thro- force. thrown in there. Yeah, a little yeah. force. I mean, we have so much that we have a, a slow-mo bunt cake decorating scene <laughs> out of nowhere. This is the only slow-mo we have in this movie too. And they wanted to use it for a, a bunt cake decorating scene. Super weird, super awkward, and I loved it because of that, but it, it made no sense for this film. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen anything. It was like a montage, but like in slow motion of just the one thing. The of zesting of the orange. Like, yeah. it was just super strange. Like, yeah, I, I kind of want to, like, if I have this movie on, I'm definitely going to pay attention for this scene because it's just so wacky to me. 
so I do want to shout out the the writing because I feel like we did have some like funny little quips in this movie. We did. Uh, we had some quotable lines. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so the writer was Aaron Dobson. And I found it interesting that it's not the same writer as the first one. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened there. But um, yeah, I thought I thought the writing was great for this one. I really like there was some nice like little quips, like I said, funny little humor throughout uh you know like the nod to like her calling him a superhero which i thought was funny because you know he's played superman Mm -hmm. uh and she was like what like you haven't been called that before (laughs) i mean obviously he's a firefighter and that's what they were talking about but we all know what was going on we knew we knew but yeah i I agree the writing was great you know we had some great lines but i think some lines that I, i wish we had was for one of my my favorite characters in this film who was of course Mason. Oh, gosh, Mason. Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't given any lines because, you know, there was a there was a moment um, in this and Mason's like this other firefighter that shows up and wants to, you know, adopt some of the kittens. Mm -hmm. He and Merrily have this like really strong connection to the point that Zachary is jealous. So I don't know what they said. I wish we could have seen that conversation because apparently Zachary was upset about I it. I feel like we missed something. It was almost like they had like known each other like in another <laughs> life or something. But there was definitely some chemistry going on there. And she's like saying that he like, oh, he looked like the cat. Like there was a resemblance, which there kind of was. Yeah. And they seemed really cute together. So I was like, if it does not work out with her and Zachary, I feel <laughs> like her and Mason. Find this Mason. Find and, and then we just we never see him again. And you know he does. They, we don't get to have that conversation, and then he's just he's just gone. That's awful. But I did find out that the uh, the actor that played him, <laughs> his name is Paul Campbell. Oh, is he new? Is he new to Hallmark? Is Paul um, Campbell? Actually, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, the great Paul Campbell makes a cameo in this, and yeah. we've said this many times. The way they're doing cameos is incredible. It's just so much fun to see all these cameos we're having. And this one was was awesome. Um, it was definitely spoiled for us. Uh, so we already yeah. knew about it, but I didn't quite know how he was going to be in there. So it still was. It, def- it definitely was still fun to we see. D- we need more of these. I, I love them. I absolutely love them. Oh, I did want to mention a scene when I was talking about writing. It was a really f- funny scene to me that really uh, tickled me uh, is when they're doing like the tree test. They're going to find a tree oh, yeah. and they're both you know, basically saying the same thing of like how you find the perfect tree. And then of course you find out they're talking about the same tree. So they lift the tree away and they're staring at each other. So I thought that was really clever and cute. And I love that Marilee gets a little spicy. (laughs) She's like, she's obviously still hurt. You know, all of these feelings are coming back up and she's remembering, you know, and there's really, and there's this really funny line, um, you know, because he's like, oh, well, I wanted that tree. And she's like, well, this could be a teaching moment for you. The next time you find the one, you won't drag your feet. Ooh. Ooh. It was a really good burn uh, from Marilee, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. She definitely gets spicy after she kind of has that conversation with her sister and yeah. talks about why they broke up. It's like she remembers. The one thing that uh, didn't really make sense for me, and I, maybe I missed something, but... So, you know, Zachary has this issue with, with change, you know, and the, the fire chief is stepping down and he wants Zachary to, to take charge and be the chief. Zachary isn't sure about that because, again, he has this sort of anxious attitude about change. You know, things could go wrong. You know, they're good now, but they could get worse. 
He doesn't think that things will get great. You know, he's just stuck on the good, basically. I don't know what changes that for him because suddenly he's like, yes, I will, I will do the, be the, the fire chief and I will, you know, be a better man and, and I will marry and, you know, all that stuff. Like, so I don't know, I don't know what happens to change his attitude because that's, that's a huge shift for him for, as a, as a character. Is it, is it merrily that does it? I mean, I'm assuming it is, but there was never like this, this moment of realization that we see with his character at least for me, maybe I, I'm hoping I just missed something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's everything. I think maybe it's just, you know, seeing her again. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think it hurt, you know, that she just flat out kisses him. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about that kiss. Yeah. You know, there's been little moments like obviously like one of my favorite scenes is when um they're outside, waiting outside the church, and her hands are cold. And he's, like, making fun of her mittens because there's holes in the fingers. And so he, like, blows on his hands mm-hmm. and, you know, puts her hands in his and warms them up. And I just think it's the sweetest thing in the world. And then he he's gradually warming up to her, realizing, like, okay, she might still have feelings for me. I don't know that he's fully aware of that, but he definitely still has feelings for her. And... I think from their time together and her bringing up, you know, that you didn't want to change and then this big thing, promotion coming up into his life, he's realizing like, maybe this is the push that I need. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I'm going to just go all in yeah, he, with he everything. Goes, he goes in the deep end. But let's let's circle back to that kiss because that is a kiss. That, I mean, that, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it to you. I'll leave it to you to, to talk about this kiss. Yeah, so I was not expecting this at all. And he's he's inviting her to the to the firehouse for for something. We don't know. It's like a something secretive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she goes over there and it's that he made this big banner for the three kittens that they have left to find homes for. <laughs> and apparently that gives Marilee some feelings. <laughs> she is feeling some type of way about that banner. She loves banners. She's a she banner girl. She loves them. kittens on banners, and she she just goes goes for it. Yeah. She she just lays a big one on him, and it's a big one. What I mean on our on our campfire rating system that we have right now. I'm surprised to say that I gave this kiss blazing inferno yeah yeah because it's it's more about the whole the whole thing so i was just in awe of of this happening and it gave me all of the chills all of the feelings all the free songs i was loving it yeah she like puts her whole body into it she literally just grabs him and it's wonderfully amazing yeah yeah, I mean that was that was a kiss. That was a kiss from someone who hasn't kissed, you know, their long lost lover in five years. That was beautifully done, beautifully done. Yeah, and I love that she just immediately runs away. Yep, just gets out. <laughs> like, what did I just? What do? What have I done? Um, have it I was done? that banner, you know. She just, that banner. She loves kitten banners, <laughs> and it really does it for her. So that scene was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love the, the aftermath of that, you know, when she's telling her sister and everything, but, but yeah, back to your, 
question. I think the kiss, I'm sure, had something to do with it. And just the everything in his life. I think it's just like the right moment. Everything's sort of like falling into place. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she hasn't been back home in forever. So he's him seeing her again, it's like, you know, he's, you know, it's the thing. You don't realize what you lost until it's gone. I mean, I think they obviously realized what they lost, but it being in your face, you know, now with a bunch of kittens, it's the kittens. It's I mean, the kittens. Kitten the magic. Kitten magic. Kitten magic. Well, let's talk about, you know, the thing that we knew was coming, the thing that we all hate, which is, which is the conflict. Um, I mean, come on. Do we really need Miles back here? We don't. We absolutely do not. I love that when Marilee sees Miles out there, she just answers him with a, hey. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, get out of here. What are you doing here? The Stop question, ruining this movie. The question we're all asking, yeah. what was Miles doing here? Now, I love Nathan Witt, the actor who yeah. plays Miles, but no one wanted to see Miles again. No. I'm very sorry. The character, Miles. He didn't really seem that broken up about the breakup. I didn't they never see their, are in these films. Yeah, they never I didn't are. see that relationship as some like great love that needed a, a big gesture like this. No. Miles did not strike me as a big gesture kind of guy, so I was very surprised to see him. I think everyone was. Uh, so no, I was not a fan of this conflict, uh, although I feel like they maybe felt like they had to do it because... If you remember from the first one, it was a very uh, sort of parallel scene when he, when Zach sees her outside of the window with Miles and he's like getting the wrong impression of what's going on, just like she did in the first one when she sees him with the blonde at the party. So I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's a very good point. Yeah, I feel like they did that on purpose to have those parallels. So, well, I don't hate it as much then because that is an excellent point. Yeah, but I still didn't like that. It didn't make sense for no. the character of Miles to come back. But I did like, I did appreciate the throwback to to the first yeah. one. And we get, and we do get some funny stuff. I'm, obviously, he's not answering the phone because that's what you do in these situations. You you pout and don't answer your phone. But we get some great cat throwing the phone across the room <laughs> and cat, the cat an- voodoo. Yeah. Cat and cat answering the phone. So even though he doesn't answer the phone like an adult. The cat does, and I, I'm, I'm here for it. I love that. I love it also. His like, he has this great chair with like a, a throw blanket over it that he uses to talk to his cat. I think that's awesome. There's a, a few cute scenes like that, um, but the cat throwing the phone across the bed was was awesome. I mean, it's the it's the cat magic yeah. uh, because we. You know, I really thought we were going to get a scene with him just not answering the phone. And I was going to be very upset by it. Yeah. But I loved what happens. I love that the cat had a hand in it. Literally. <laughs> a paw in it. I was going to say, literally. <laughs> a literal paw in it. And I loved this scene where she's talking to him. And she's like, don't even. Like, he doesn't say anything. And she's like, if you're there. And then she just tells him. Oh, yeah. And sh- the emotion, again, the Kimberly, Sustad knows. <laughs> She knows emotion. That's another shirt. That's another shirt we're doing. <laughs> Sustad knows emotion. Yep. She knows how to cry. She knows how to make me cry. That's one of my favorite scenes. Not that she's crying, but when she sees Zachary in the first movie with the woman and she runs out at the party, that scene gets me every time. Yeah. The way she cries, I can't help but cry with her. And this was the same thing. So moving, so, so touching. And I just, I thought that scene was brilliantly mm-hmm. done. You know, and, and she also says that he wasn't you. And I, I love that 
she kind of admits to him that, you know, Miles wasn't you, that he set the bar really high. And that that honesty right there, how she just opens up with that was was really wonderful for me to, to hear that from her. Yeah, she doesn't run back to Miami. We no. don't have like two weeks gone by. Two months, and... the, the classic Hallmark two month. No, we don't have any of that. No. But what we do have is something, you know, pretty special. I was I was hoping this would happen. We have a a fire truck ride. A, you know, he's setting up for the the big proposal, and we have a great proposal too. I thought the proposal was awesome. They're you know going to take in Rudolph because everyone loves Rudolph you know, the reindeer and also the cat. Uh, and just a magic little moment here at the end. Yeah, the ending of this movie really made it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending is so good. I didn't know what they were going to do, but it was so good. So you kind of totally downplayed it. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I'll, the, the I'll hopeless romantic here is going gonna, is gonna to make it right. Yeah, it's just it was a proposal in the movie and it's all you need. So he mentions earlier in the movie that he's working like on a new place. He's renovating a new place for himself. And we kind of just forget it. It's just kind of thrown out there and you forget about it. Mm. Uh, So he tells her Rudolph found her home for Rudolph and she's asking questions on the ride. Well, who are they? Like, you know, I mean, I might be interested in taking Rudolph. He's like, well, it's actually a couple. And, you know, I love that. She's like, well, have they fostered before? Like, do they know anything about cats? And, do they, do they have kids? And he's like, maybe. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. um, so he takes her to this beautiful home that I loved. I wish we could have maybe seen the interior. Mm-hmm. But he takes her to the outside of the house and they walk out. And then she sees on the mailbox that it says Stone, which is his last name. And it has paw prints on it. <laughs> not, my, not my taste, but it was cute. So... Um, well, maybe get back to me in a year. We might have paw prints on our, in our yeah, mailbox in a year. <laughs> um, so this was just so cute. So I love that he first, you think you're, you're going to get a proposal, but he asks her to adopt Rudolph with her. I know, that and broke she's my already, heart. That broke my heart. I was like, oh, come yeah. on, you got to propose. <laughs> but how cute was that little wreath collar mm-hmm. that he puts around her neck? So tiny, so adorable. She's already, you know, crying like, what? What's happening? And then, oh, hold on there's more and i was like there better be more i didn't wait this whole movie for a sequel to not get a proposal at the end of this movie and of course we get it Mm -hmm. she's crying i'm crying the cat the cat's crying the the cat's happy because he just got adopted and yeah the the on the knee the proposal the ring looks beautiful too. it's beautiful i loved it it was it was perfect for me. I thought the end of this movie was perfect. I agree. And I give the end kisses sparks. Um, on my campfire meter, I give them sparks. We didn't have the the full urgency of the of the first one, which gave me the blazing inferno, but the end kisses were great for this one. So yeah. I give them some solid sparks. And yeah, and 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 I just I thought it was I thought it was really, really sweet. So I feel like the ending really brought home brought I agree. this movie for the ending me. definitely brought it home for me too i i'm 100 percent on you for that and yeah guys that is the nine kittens of christmas a lot of kitten christmas magic i feel like they really left it uh open that we might even get a, a third one uh, a, a, treacle. a triple a treacle a treacle, <laughs> a treacle is what we call it 
I would love a treacle. I mean, we maybe, get the wedding. You we know? get the wedding. You know, I mean, cats and cute little tiaras and veils and suits and stuff. I mean, I'd I'd love to. See yeah, it. give it to me all. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. We are continuing on with our our countdown to Christmas movies. Uh, this season has been quite a whirlwind. We've had some extremely good ones. Um, and we've had some not so good ones, but I think overall this countdown to Christmas has been one of my favorites. Yeah. And like, you know, we're doing, we're doing, uh, a few here and there, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing the best we can. And so we appreciate all of you listening and supporting, and, uh, we'll probably do another poll soon to see which one you guys want to see. But I know we have the, we're going to do the CCB christmas contest mm-hmm. one uh coming up which so. is written by one of our, our favorite writers joie bakken mm-hmm. she's excited for that. a friend and yeah a favorite writer of ours of hallmark yeah so thank you guys uh please make sure to like subscribe thumbs up thumbs down rate review um all that stuff it, it really helps us out and please continue to, to send us a message we love talking about these films with you guys yes uh thanks guys <laughs>